whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. All right, let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. So, um, yeah, I'm Lena from Rock Antenna, the radio. Hi, Lena. Hi. Um, yeah, we're from Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you know us. I don't know. I do. All right. So uh, let's talk about your fucking new album, Electric Sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you said in an interview, I wrote this, uh, that there are no surprises on this record. Mm-hmm. You, you don't like surprises or changing stuff? Or why did you decide to, to be with your music like the, the last years? Well, I mean, it's very hard for a band to carve out a signature sound, considering all the bands that are out there and that have been out there. That's a that's a huge um, achievement for a band to have. And I think we do have a signature sound. So why would you change that? Um, the idea of changing and progressing, people use that in music journalism, and that's supposed to be a good thing. Um Not every band needs to write a Sgt. Peppers. Not every band needs to write a Pet Sounds. And we come from the school of Slayer, Ramones, ACDC, and Motorhead. And that is, don't fix it if it isn't broken. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's like a good sign to be down to earth, you know? So everyone wants to change something every day and they're not happy. So I thought maybe about uh, this topic, you know? Because well, it's difficult time for changing no i think that's that's been something in music in the music industry or music journalism that people think progression or change is good and when it comes to music not necessarily so when it's somebody's birthday we still sing happy birthday we don't change the song year to year it's still the same and it there's a reason for that because it's it's solid it works it's sturdy it's dependable And that's the kind of band we want to be be for people. Yeah, that's that's that was a good sentence. Um, so you're um, in your brand. Uh, you don't live in in one house or in one country. So how difficult is it to produce a record when one person is in Finland or the other? Right. One? Yeah. Well, it was more uh, less difficult than I initially thought. I thought, you know, JC, our bass player, he he moved to Finland, and Rich, our drummer, he moved to Prince Edward Island, which is a uh, on the other side of the country. It's on the east coast, which is very far from where I live in Toronto. So, uh, at first, I thought, how are we going to do this? But we kind of did it with Power Trio, our last record, when we were in Toronto, and it was the pandemic, and we were sending files to each other. So, with this one. What's the difference if you're in Finland or if you're downtown five miles away, we were still able to write a record where we weren't in the room together. Yeah. And that the last album taught us that we could do it. But this is from beginning to end. We were like sending files to each other and the best songs were written when we were the furthest away from each other. So, you know, it was just a matter of hoping that when we record our parts and we put it all together and we mix it all together, that they sound coherent mm-hmm. and cohesive and they did. So no complaints, we can do it. So I, you're getting me at a time where I'm like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. It feels like a little bit the time of pandemic, right? So well, like, yeah, for our last album, we wrote and recorded uh, a record during the pandemic. And that taught us that 
Well, at least it taught the other two guys that they don't have to be in the same city. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And now you're back. Yeah. After two and a half years, I mean, right? On stage. Yes. After two and a half years on stage. Um, no, we, no, uh, actually, no, that's not true. Uh, we, we were playing shows. We played 10 shows in 2021. Ah, we okay. did three tours in 2022. So we've been touring quite a bit. All right. And how are you feeling? Are you prepared for your big uh, German tour? Yeah, absolutely. Like we're very excited about November and December. And, you know, from first early reports of ticket sales and just the re response of the record, it's been great. So like, it's just kind of like a sigh of relief because we put so much time effort into it. And, and, uh, there's been, you know, there's been albums in the past where we thought it was good, but like just to have it received this well, so early, like we're just very happy about it. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's your 11th album. Yes. That's crazy. So, uh, how, yes. how is your feeling when you're, when you're staying on, on the stage in the winter with your new record? So are you, are you nervous after this times? Long, long music carrier? No, there's no reason to be nervous. Professional. No, I mean, especially since we have a record that we're very proud of and that we're getting good feedback on. Uh, there's no, that's not when the nerves kick in. The nerves kick in when some bad reviews filter in before anybody's heard it. Uh, <laughs> and that's happened. Um, but no, not nervous at all. Excited, rather. Do you have a top secret, like maybe you drink in the morning for coffees or you, I don't know, sleep 11 hours? Do you have a secret for you that you can do right. a long tour? No, I got zero. I got zero routine. I have zero ritual. I just get up on stage. I do like stretch my voice out, like, but that's, that's not, I don't think that's part of the ritual. That's just, that's just part of like, that's how I do like just putting my guitar on. You know, like my, you know, strapping my guitar on myself, like that's about as routine as it gets, but there's no special ritual. Um, Maybe that's I, the point. Maybe that's the point that you have. Well, that's just it. It's like, yeah, like I think if I adopted some sort of ritual, that actually would be a, like that would actually hinder me because there, look what happens on the day that I can't do that for one reason or another. Um, and then you just, you psychologically lean on that as a crutch and it has nothing to do with your ability or your inability to perform or to do whatever task is at hand, but you've put, you know, your, your mind is just leaning on this one thing that if taken away, everything like the house of cards falls apart. Yeah. So I, I just don't want to do that. I, I walk on stage. The only thing that I've, I'm, I, that's pre-planned or pre Is, are the like I'm the songs are rehearsed, but any of the banter that's dependent on the audience. Any of like what I'm going to say, don't know what I'm going to say. Um, any preparation? No. I love this. So normally, yeah. the people say, say to me that okay, I have to drink anything, or I have to be with special people, or anything else. Right. Yeah, people have these rituals and these superstitions that they carry with them. And I've over the years, I've just, just said, you know, this is more of a hindrance to me. 
And when you, when I freed myself of all that routine and ritual, I was just like, wow, I could really play now. I'm not, I'm not handcuffed to, yeah, I have to, you know, some OCD thing. I think that's your secret, Mary. If you're so famous. If it's just, yeah. If it's that, if that's, if that's my routine is no routine, that's that I'll take that as a routine. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That looks like my life. I have no routine too, so I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You put that on yourself and then, yeah, just, yeah. You're setting yourself up for failure, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you're a radio moderator too, right? Sorry? Rocket FM. Is it actual uh, that you... Oh, I haven't done a, I haven't done a show on Rocket FM since ah. 2003. Oh, That's uh, okay, but... Um, 2005, yeah. Is radio a, a thing for you? So how important no, I will, is it you? I mean, I, I was in college radio when I was in school. I had a show and everything, but I, I don't do any radio. No, I haven't done that stuff since... I think the last time I did it was 06, and I was doing it for a station in Winnipeg. But even that, it wasn't really much. Um, no, I haven't done it in like... Oh, that was only a small project. 15 or 16 years. Ah, crazy. Okay, okay, okay. I think it's very um, interesting to to ask people why did they decided to go to the radio because I'm a radio kid since I'm a child. So that was right. why well, I was asking. I mean, I was, on, I was on college radio when I was in school. I had a show and it was cool because I used to listen to that station and, you know, to be on the air at that station was really, really cool for me. And, and I, I love radio, you know, it's part of my background, but I've been in this band for 27 years. It's like, this is what I do, you know? So in the past, um, did you, did you have uh, one moment or when did you think, okay, that's it? I don't want to go be uh, on tour with my band. I want sure. to do everything. Sure. Uh, that happens a lot. Um, it's a catch 22. Like the more you have success, the, the longer you're away from home and you want to be home, but you also want to don't want to be home for the wrong reasons. Right. Mm -hmm. Because nothing's working and we're failing and no one likes it. Like that's why I'd be home. And if things are working and things are going well, well, then I'm away from home. So like it's a, it's a catch-22. I can never win. Um, and it's not been from that. If you look at it, like, you know, things aren't just so black and white. And if you look at it from a just a, like two degrees off, the whole thing has a different, has a different, you can look at it differently. Yeah. Um, and I guess the thing in life is to make sure that you're you're looking at it from a positive angle despite other angles that could be you could see it at and that's a struggle um so i take every day as it comes to me i cannot i cannot um complain about the success we're having especially with this album um and i just have to look at it that way that like i'm working and i'm doing what I've always wanted to do. And it's just how it goes, man. It's really tough, but you know, that's how it goes. It's a privilege now to, to work with music. It is. Yeah, it is actually more of a privilege than it ever has been ever, you know, and I can't take that for granted. 
But I have the biggest respect when I when I see the whole bands and the the tour guide. Uh, I mean, sometimes 20, 20 cities. I mean, it's stressed, crazy. It's yeah. I mean, I asked for this for when I was a kid and I was a teenager, and I was I asked for this. And they say, be careful what you wish for, right? Um, and it's fantastic that we we tour and and people come to the shows. I mean, that in itself is such s something that I don't take for granted. But I can't help but you know have other you know that <clears throat> that's how it is. You know, you tell what is this? What is the line? Tell God you're, you want if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans or tell her your plans. That's basically. You can't, no matter how, what you think is going to come out, no matter, you know, oh, if I do this, this, and this, then yeah. this is going to happen. And it just never turns out that way. And you, you get given this, but then this gets taken away. It's, it's really interesting how things unfold, but that's how it is. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Sometimes you plan something and you have something in your mind and then everything goes a different way. Yes. Very crazy. Yeah. Like crazy. crazy, definitely. And um, do do you have a special Volbeat connection? Yeah, it was on their record. Yeah, she sang a song and it went number one in America. It's called Black Rose. And um, what does it mean for you to work with these guys? They're great guys. Michael's a, an amazing dude. He's uh, he's only helped our band. Um, I met him in '06. And he knocked on our dressing room door in Copenhagen and gave us their first album. And at the time, nobody knew who Volby was, but I remembered it. And nine months later, like he's on the cover of Rock Hard magazine in Germany. And I'm like, who is that's the guy who knocked on our door and just gave us really politely gave us his record. And then we've just kept in touch. And then yeah, he asked me to sing on the record and I did, and it went number one. And We have this connection now for life and they've taken us on tour and they treat us really well when we're on tour and they're just really stand-up dudes. It's like crew, band, everything. Yeah, it's nice to be uh, to to make music with friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't make any music. He told me what to sing. Michael wrote the song. He wrote the lyrics. I just sang what he wanted me to. <laughs> oh, very nice. So um, your new album, it's about the topics are about uh, enjoying life. So sure. the the, e uh, the easy things. Why did you decide to to um, to focus on this thing? Why not? I mean, there's enough doom and gloom out there. We can get it from numerous sources, 24 hours a day. Why should we contribute to that? That's basically it. We've always just wanted to be a good time band that people come to, to like kind of maybe forget their problems or just to enjoy themselves. Yeah. I see. Um, the positive way. Yeah. It's better to put out that kind of positivity. All right. So do you want to say one, one thing about your new album, like a little teaser? Sure. Do you want me to introduce myself or something like kind of like a, Or do you want me to just answer the question? Yeah, only answer the questions, uh, the IDs uh, later. So. IDs, that's what yeah. you yeah. Um, What was the question again? Sorry. So um, do you have a top secret for us, like a little teaser for the new album, Electric Sounds? 
from Dango Jones. Like a story or a vignette or? Yeah, maybe a, a top secret. But we have top a secret. Well, <laughs> oh, you know, we have a little story about it. Sure. On this new album, Electric Sounds, we have like guests. And usually if we ever have a guest on an album, it's just one person. And this album's got like three guests. So uh, Tyler Stewart from the Bare Naked Ladies, he sings on a song called She's My Baby. Daniel DK from ba um, the band Exciter does a guitar solo on the title track. And Damien Abraham, the singer of Effed Up, or Fucked Up, he sings on like, I don't know, three songs, including the sing the, the next song that's going to be a single in the coming, coming days. Um, he's like one of my best friends and his band is amazing. And I'm just so glad he's on the album with us. And that's never happened where we've had like three guests and they're all friends and I'm so happy that they're on in the album with us and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that's not on any of our previous albums. And why did you decide to put three guests on the... It just happened that way. Yeah, it just um, yeah we, we invited Damien and, and Daniel to come down to the studio to help us with gang vocals because we had... We needed a lot of voices for some of the choruses. That's the usual thing when you're recording an album. Um, but then Daniel turned to me in the studio. He walked in and he goes, I'm playing a solo on your album. And I said, what? You are? Uh, I did all the solos. We're done. We're past that point. But then we were able to slot him in. And now I can't hear the song without his, his, his guitar solo. And then when it comes to Damien, you know, the two of us, we're such hams. He was so easily able to like sing some some lines. So he's on a song called Get High. He's on a song called Stiff Competition, singing the choruses with me. Yeah, anything we could get him in, he's got a great voice for it. Very self-confident, the guy. Oh, yeah. You know Damien? You're aware yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah. So, so like Damien and I are like, you know, talk on the phone all the time. And yeah, we just, yeah, we went out to Vancouver last week together. So we're good friends. Sometimes I wish that I'm a little louse in your studio, you know. I want to be uh, one time on, on a, on a, yeah, in the process of a record. I love right. it. Yeah, it's, it's boring. <laughs> oh, no, it's not boring. It's <laughs> very boring. And you, you wait for hours and hours for those moments where you go, yeah, and you light up. But it's a lot of boring hours in between. But you eat burgers and or burgers or fatty stuff and drink cola and beer. That is my that is my, um, my ah, image of my. You'll confess, I do eat greasy food when I'm doing vocals on purpose, oh. just to like, just to give me some phlegm. All right. It helps with it helps with some of the screaming. So it's boring to produ uh, produce the record. Now I know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't advise that for other singers, but for the kind of music we do, yeah, that's when you eat a burger. Yeah, I think it's professional, you know? Yes, I'm eating burgers for professional reasons, yeah. So nice. Uh, thank you so much. Um, thank you. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.